0: Now, KZN MEC for Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Nomu Satube Uh speaking of course uh, around the uh, intervention by the provincial and national government into the affairs of uh, the uh, Msunduzi um, uh, municipality in Peter Maritzburg, said there are professional people who are employed here but are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. To think that we have senior managers who are paid very nicely and meet monthly but are not concerned about service delivery or even just the cleanliness of the city, it's become clear to the provincial government that Msunduzi um, uh, municipality is no longer able. Alone to guarantee the provision of sustainable services to communities without an intervention from the national and provincial government. She then, of course, placed the uh, municipality under administration uh, at uh, the end of a uh, tense three hour meeting, we are told. And of course, Umsunduzi uh, is also the administrative uh, capital of uh, the province of KwaZulu-Natal. And uh, this evening, we're asking ourselves, uh, because certainly this is not the first time that a municipality um, has been placed under administration, or what happens when it's placed under administration? And more importantly, when is this kind of intervention triggered? And uh, we'd love to hear from you, uh, certainly what uh, some of your perspectives are about service delivery and uh, some of the issues that the MEC is mentioning here, things like cleanliness and, of course, the oversight role and function that the council should be playing uh, in uh, the affairs of the municipality. We've heard that this particular municipality is finding itself in debt of uh, just a uh uh, slightly under 3 billion rand. And one wonders, I mean, to be overdrawn to the tune of 3 billion rand is certainly not something that happens overnight or is one transaction. And the big question is uh, EP Council when all of these financial decisions are made and uh, what then becomes uh, you know, the role of uh, structures like the Municipal Public Accounts Committee at a council level in ensuring that uh, the administrators who work in that council or municipal manager, ABBA, are actually doing the work that they're supposed to be doing. I'm joined now by a researcher at the uh, Fiscal and Financial Commission, the FFC. And, of course, they work closely uh, in the division of revenue process and uh, have a line of sight over what's happening at a local government level. And uh, that is economist Eddie Rakabe. Eddie, how are you, my brother?
1: Good evening. I'm Good evening to the listeners.
0: Thank you so much, man. And uh, welcome to Metro FM Talk. Now, Eddie, let's maybe start off here and uh, briefly just give us uh, some background here. When the national and even the provincial, I guess, uh, Cocteau, uh, uh uh you know line departments make this decision to intervene in this manner in a uh, municipality and place it under administration what well, what kind of laws govern that and more importantly when does this happen what what are, what are the sort of red flags that one must see first uh, before uh, this decision is then made to say look you can't handle your affairs and therefore as the provincial and the national government we must intervene
1: yeah well i mean they, they essentially the there are two laws which are governing the the finances of the financial affairs of municipalities. The first one would would be the most popular one: the, the Municipal Financial Management Act. And uh, there's a section there, uh, section 136, which actually governs, uh, 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 stipulate what what needs to happen with when municipality. Uh, what must happen when interventions actually happen? And then there's, uh, there's another one. Which is actually the Constitution Section 139, which is more drastic one, mm. which actually stipulates that if a municipality is unable to to fulfil its uh, executive obligations, executive uh, obligations in this case would mean that it is unable to deliver services, you know it is unable to approve the budget, it is unable to generate revenue, to give effect to its budget, and therefore it gives the powers firstly to the to the MEC of local government within the province to intervene and if the MEC cannot intervene, it then gives the powers to the minister at a national level of cooperative governance to then to then intervene. Mm. But again, before even that happens, there's a there's a whole uh, process process of, of support interventions which is provided for by the constitution, which actually states that uh, for any municipality, they, it is the responsibility of both the national government and provincial government to support uh, municipalities. So, if all else has failed, it is then when then uh, the provincial government or the national government can then invoke Section 136 or one Section three or Section 139 of the Constitution.
0: Mm. And you know, what does this uh, normally involve, Eddie? Because one would think that, you know, there's two structures here. On the one hand, there's the council, uh, and then uh, there's the administrative or technical part of the municipality, which is charged uh, with, I guess, uh, gathering uh, revenue, collecting resources, and then of course, spending those resources in pursuit of the delivery of services. When a municipality is then placed under administration, what does that then mean for some of those uh, day-to-day functions?
1: Well, it well, essentially means that uh, the 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 MEC or the the MEC of of of, of local government at the provincial level will then appoint a, an administrator, and that would also mean that the, the the council would be dissolved, and therefore the administrator will then be responsible for the daily operations of the municipality. Essentially, would be taking would be responsible for all the decisions that goes with the operations of the municipality at that level, but. Uh, uh, well, the council will be dissolved, but the administration will still be in place. The only difference will be that uh, the administrator will then be actually responsible for. Well, uh, if you if you if you ask the question that you ask is what actually leads you? Uh, how how long does it take for, mm. for 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 the for for whatever the, the, for the crisis military. to fester?
0: Yeah, before before they
1: intervene. Before they actually inter before they actually interview mm. it's actually a very complicated process because there are actually a certain red flags which they need to look at mm. firstly is that if the municipality is, is failing to make payments to its creditors uh they're able to meet some of their financial obligations sometimes when you find that the current expenditure is uh, is higher than the 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 the, the sum of available revenue it's got a high operating deficit. As you just mentioned that the municipality got a, a, a debt of about three billion rent, which is actually very higher than what they actually collect on an annual basis. And uh, sometimes when their debt when they their debt is very high. So those are some of the red flags which which need to which need to which needs to be monitored on a continuous basis. And that that gives an indication of when a municipality is, should be put under administration mm, or not. Yeah. Uh, or not. But the the most biggest one is that and unfortunately, with most of the municipality, you find a situation where the council is actually dysfunctional. And mm. when the council is dysfunctional, the municipality is unable to approve the budget, which is one of the biggest issues. If you can't approve the budget, it then means that you won't be able to implement your expenditure problems, you won't sure. be able to deliver, to deliver services. Which is clearly the that case would...
0: in this instance, Eddie, because we've heard here from uh, the MEC and even the uh, uh, MEC for Economic Development in KwaZulu-Natal, uh, galal that, uh, you know, we've had some errant councillors here who are absent from meetings, council meetings can't rate and therefore on that basis no decisions can be made by council. And by extension, no uh, effective oversight can be exercised on the affairs of the administration.
1: Yeah, and, and that is by no means an isolated case. It's actually mm. a case across many municipalities I and mean, you would have had... In in Tuan, for instance, in certain cases, decision cannot be taken because council is not correcting or simply some people stay or stay away from voting, and that obviously destabilized the the, the administration, and that obviously put pressure on both the provincial government and the, the local government to go on about to 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 actually go into to intervene into into the national into the affairs the operational affairs of, and that comes with a whole lot of complications because it then means that. But it then means that even the the very provincial government, which is not necessarily entirely very good at administration, is now taking over mm. the affairs of a very complicated structure that is called the municipalities. And if you ask the question, as it was at any given point in time. You you are most likely to have 10 to 15 municipalities which are put under administration. So the Musundusi case is is not by any means an isolated case. But what had happened over time is that you see even after these interventions, because you, you can only intervene for 180 days. Mm. So after after 180 days, the the the, the, the a, a decision has got to be taken whether to appoint a new can whether to appoint I mean to appoint a new council. But what had happened over t- with some of the experiences is that even after all this intervention, some municipalities tend to re- to, to relapse. So mm. you continue mm-hmm. to see um, a continuous uh, 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 interventions which are not uh, yielding any 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 result. Yeah, yeah.
0: Eddie, we'll have to leave it there, my brother. And uh, seemingly, uh, when, when we look at all of the the reactions that are happening at a local government level, be it in Alex or even uh, uh, what uh, is uh, rumored to be uh, simmering all the way out in Tswane. And then what's happening in Umsunduzi and I can definitely tell you, uh, certainly in uh, some of the work that we've done, uh, all the way out in the Eastern Cape as well, similar challenges in many of the municipalities. I must say, as we approach uh, the elections, uh, it does have uh, the ingredients of a perfect storm. But Eddie, we'll have to leave it there, my brother. Really appreciate your time. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Eddie Rakabe, an economist and a researcher at the Fiscal and Financial Commission.